What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Bloomberg Audio Studios. Podcasts, radio, news. Anthony Scaramucci joining us right now. He is, of course, the founder of Skybridge Capital. He also served as a White House communications director during the Trump administration. And, of course, you've been a big investor uh, in the crypto space, Anthony. I do just want to get your thoughts about the recent run-up that we've seen in Bitcoin. I think last time I checked, we're around 52,000, a far cry from 69. But looks like we're headed in that direction. But a, but a big move from 16, 17, 18,000 yeah. uh, towards the end of 2022, which was the Anibus Horribilis for uh, crypto. So, yeah. uh, but I, I think the one thing I would just add uh, on the Coinbase situation, everything's up. It's going to improve the staking on the altcoins, and there's huge margins in that. So even if they lose a little on the... Mm-hmm exchange-traded funds, meaning some of their customers yeah. buy the ETF as opposed to just buying Bitcoin you know, natively right. on the exchange, mm-hmm. they're picking up revenues from the whole lift and the overall market capitalization. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, so you think this is going to spread beyond just Bitcoin itself? I know it's already done that to a certain extent, but the narrative has always been, okay, spot Bitcoin ETFs, you don't really need Coinbase, but we forget that there's a whole other ecosystem out yeah, there. Yeah, so I, so I think what has typically happened is as you see a swelling in Bitcoin, uh, the grandfather of cryptos, it sort of spills over into the other assets. And so just just what happens is you're making profits in Bitcoin, you start to redeploy them into riskier assets. Uh, yeah. And some of those assets are really not that risky relative to Bitcoin. As an example, Ethereum and Solana are probably now in that big boys club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but listen, you know, you 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 stake with a place like Coinbase because it's safe, it's good, you know, High, highly good regulatory process inside there. It's probably one of the best run cryptocurrency exchanges in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you feel the safety there, and they do take a f- reasonable size of the profits as a result of that. And I, I don't think we should underestimate that. So Gary Gensler made pretty clear that the SEC was holding its nose as it approved those spot Bitcoin ETFs. What does that mean for the prospect of ETFs backed by other cryptocurrencies like Ether, like, like anything else? You are so nice because I, I you know, to say that he was holding his nose is such a, you know, he had like a vomit bag under the desk, <laughs> like when he was like, you know, so you were just such a nice person. But, you know, be polite. you know, what, what I would say is that he's up against it because he's lost several cases. Uh, he will but would probably, it take another lawsuit to get there? I think he will. I think he will. I think he's decided that the powers that be politically uh, in the elite don't like crypto. They don't like the uh, energy around Bitcoin and I don't think they want an ETF for Ethereum. And so that May decision, I think, gets pushed. I think it causes another lawsuit. He'll likely lose that lawsuit. Uh, And then you're coming up against the election. And so then the real question is, will Mr. Gensler in a new Joe Biden administration, will he be the SEC chairman? My, My guess is he probably won't be at that point. 
Um, I want to go back to Bitcoin for a moment because, of course, you made a lot of headlines when you gave a Bitcoin price forecast of $170,000 about 18 months after the halving in April. Um, given the rally that we've seen, 52000 um, above that level, what's your latest price forecast? Are you sticking with that? I, I am sticking with that, but the typical thing, what I was trying to say in that podcast was there's a technical analysis that you can do over the past 14 years. Uh, the price at the time of the halving, mm -hmm. if you multiply that by four, that's typically where Bitcoin has run to in that cycle. And so I was just using a $50,000 number mm -hmm. for April. So this could run up because there's a lot of momentum right now. You guys are seeing that the, the network is only producing nine. 900 coins a day and you know you've got 12 times the demand of that right now which is why you're seeing a price squeeze to the upside so so I'm going to stick with that uh, price prediction only because I think it's conservative based on where we are right now but I think people need to understand look at what happened to Nvidia look at what happened to Apple over the last decade Nvidia over the last 18 months it's not impossible now that this asset has been regulated mm -hmm. and has this regulatory ETF wrapper around it yeah and remember, you know, I've been on but, Wall Street. This is my 36th year on Wall Street. Wall Street sells product. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, these products are sold and not bought. And you have armies of people now yeah. that are putting these products in people's portfolios. Yeah. And it's very limited demand for an asset like Bitcoin. You actually look great for a guy who's been on Wall Street for 36 years, by the way. There's a, but, lot, of, uh, a, lot, of, a lot of Botox uh, in my forehead, Romain, and I, I can give you a referral to my dermatologist if you have an interest. Uh, I might need it one day. I, I am curious, though. I mean, who is kind of in this space right now? Because you talk about how, okay, you, we, maybe we see a repeat of NVIDIA and Apple and some of these big run-ups here, but you know that takes a lot of retail interest. Some of that that really got shook out when we saw that big drop last year, or in 2022, excuse me, whenever it was. Uh, are we going to see more of those people come back? into it, meaning this isn't just going to be the whales and, the, and some of the institutional uh, and crypto faithful. So, 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 yeah. so, so it's a really good question. Yeah. And so the skeptics are saying it's the whales. Gensler himself is trying to make the argument that it's a few people that control Bitcoin. We really don't see that. Over 70% of the holders of Bitcoin own less than one Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, what I do see is continued adoption. And I see people like BlackRock and Fidelity adding it to their yeah. omnibus portfolios over over time and so I think this thing squeezes up and the skeptics particularly people that are on the short side are gonna to have to get out of the way you talked about how Wall Street sells products um, and we've seen uh, obviously Wall Street leaders like Larry Fink like Howard Lutnick talk up crypto following the launch of those spot Bitcoin ETFs what portion of Wall Street leaders do you think really understands the dynamics and the inner workings of the asset class would you say it's a quarter of Great them question. half of them it's probably a handful of them. I, I think it's a great question. I think the answer is it's a handful of them. But here's what I would say to my Wall Street contemporaries. It's a one-way ticket towards Bitcoin, meaning the, the more research you do and you go down the rabbit hole of Bitcoin to understand the network, the decentralized properties of the network, the immutability of the network, uh -huh. uh, it becomes a very, very compelling thing. So if you look at a Paul Tudor Jones or a Stanley Druckenmiller, a Larry Fink is an example who was negative on Bitcoin yeah. 24, 36 short months ago, understood better what it was and then green-lighted the ETF. And so my prediction is as people understand it better, when I hear Wall Street executives railing against Bitcoin, uh, my secondary question is how much homework have they actually done mm. or are they saying that because they are under the gun with regulators? All right. Skybridge Capital's founder, Anthony Scaramucci, the one and only. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's good to be here. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.